Before we get started with this episode, I want to give a shout out to the upcoming Texas Woodworking Festival. It's going to be held on April 18th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. in Austin, Texas. This is the third year of the festival, and it just keeps getting bigger and better all the time. They're going to have a number of exhibitors and vendors. Basically, it's a mix of a beer festival with a, a woodworking farmer's market. Um, some of the vendors are having are Heartwood Tools, uh, Felder, Lee Nielsen, Panto Router, Texas Heritage, and of course Dow Tools, which is the premier antique uh, and vintage uh, supplier of tools in the Southwest. So um, if you're anywhere near Austin, Texas, anywhere near Texas for that matter, please, please make it a point to attend. Again, it's going to be on April 18th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Tickets are now on sale, and you can find those at texaswoodworkingfestival.com. Again, that's texaswoodworkingfestival.com. Welcome to the Modern Woodworkers Association, a podcast about woodworking from folk who woodwork. Woodworking is what we do, who we are, and what we like to talk about. So join us as we have a drink, sit around, and talk woodworking. Hi, and welcome to the 279th episode of the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast. I'm Kyle Barton of K. Barton Tools, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean Wisniewski of The Corner Workshop. Tonight, we're asking Kevin Almeida the five questions. How did you get into woodworking? Uh, like I mentioned before, I got in. Uh, I got in pretty late. Uh, growing up, uh, you know, there was no uh, woodworking to be to be had with me. Uh, I grew up in a time where shop class didn't exist anymore. So it wasn't until uh, I was about forty when I uh, was making stuff for the house. I would borrow uh, tools from from work, and uh, I quickly you know really started to fall in love with the hobby and would just uh try to absorb as much information as i as i could out there and it's funny looking back on those times it's it's a miracle i didn't cut off anything you know <laughs> first using a table saw i i remember i remember googling <laughs> why is why is the wood flying back at me oh no <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah i didn't know anything about kickback and I just could imagine how, how many times I could have cut something off. But, uh, yeah, so it was basically building stuff for the house. And um, and then I just wanted to build uh, better stuff and, and, you know, not just pocket screws. I wanted to do dovetails. I wanted to, you know, cut stuff by hand. And I would just keep learning and trying to, you know, Add stuff to my uh, my arsenal, if you will. Hmm, that's that's excellent. I I and I don't think it came up before, but uh, what job did you have that you could uh, borrow tools to get into woodworking? That's pretty cool. No, my uh, my family's business is metal finishing. Oh, so you know we have a maintenance department, and uh, it was just a. Uh, just a contractor's, you know, a, a contractor's table saw, you know, mm. or should I say a job site saw? Yeah. And, uh, you know, a, it was either a Ryobi or a, or a rigid chop saw. And, you know, I had a Cirque saw at home. And, yeah, my first project, it was just, uh, 
it was just from Family Handyman magazine, mm-hmm. and it was uh, you know just red cedar, and it was making a an arbor for the backyard, and so it was pretty simple construction, you know, a lot of screws and just a lot of square cuts, but mm-hmm. it came out it came out good, and it it really lit the spark in me, and it's funny, my whole life I've been very you know, flighty with hobbies. I'd, I'd fall in love with something and then I'd lose interest almost as quickly. But with woodworking for the first time, I found something where, you know, to this day later, I'm just as much into it now as I am back then. Yeah, that's awesome. There's, there's always a different niche or uh, technique or whatever to get into in woodworking. That's for that's for sure. So a uh, big question, though, is the arbor still there? It's still there. I okay. I built it for my uh, wife's well for our you know fifth wedding anniversary uh-huh. and uh, we just passed uh, ten, so it's it's been there for five years. It's okay. now a weathered gray. Right. Mm-hmm. It's gonna stay that color. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, it's still there. It's it hasn't collapsed yet. Good stuff. You cool. you did well. Thanks. So uh. Currently speaking, what is your favorite tool? Um, I was bouncing between my bench and my uh, saw stop uh, rig. I'm going to go with the saw stop. I, I, for my first few years, I was using a uh, a rigid job site table saw, and mm-hmm. you know it it served me well. I I I built a Rubo bench with it. I built a lot of furniture with it. Um, you know, but it was, I think during the Rubo bench build, it made me realize I needed something a little more substantial. Right. And so, you know, I, I saved up my pennies and I went a uh, whole hog. I got the uh, I got the, the 220 volt uh, saw stop. I got the uh, I got the router table extension for it. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. How does that I didn't work? Have a, I had a, a a cheap plastic the the boat yeah. the Bosch Bosch yeah. uh, plastic uh, router table right and uh, I wanted to replace that so I got the I got the saw stop uh, router table wing um, with the lift mm-hmm. and uh, it's 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 just changed everything it's it's just it it's so substantial it doesn't you know, it's not, you know, with the with the job site saw, it's just, it's wiggling on you. It's the right. fence is terrible. Uh, this everything is just it's substantial. It 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 makes you feel so much more confident using it because you know your cuts are going to be square. Um, the router having a, a proper router table has helped so much, and it's really become the, you know, table saw for me is always the 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 center of my shop, but now even more so it's just, it makes being in the shop so much more pleasurable, not to mention how much quieter a 220 volt motor is than a 110. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. amazing. I, I, I once uh, did a decibel meter uh, reading on it. And I think the, the 220 was uh, a good 10 decibels quieter, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's huge. Yes. Yeah, yeah I guess I, I I I I must not I God it's been forever since I've I've used a a 110 
um, table saw because my dad's got a an old powermatic, nice heavy cast steel base, you know, two twenty, and that thing just it just hums. Hum, oh yeah, hum, and, yeah. And, and you know, it's just like beautiful. Oh, the, the one ten screams at you. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, kicking you in the shins. Yeah, yeah. it's got the. Yeah, they have those little universal motors that just scream. Just mm-hmm. It's been a it's been a long yeah. time, but I uh, I when I was working for eighty four lumber many many moons ago, we were making stair treads out of twelve quarter treated lumber for this uh, condo development or whatever, and we just had to put a bevel on twelve quarter treated, and that thing bogged down, and it was just a, just a bear to bear to work with and we had to cut like 65 of those damn things yeah <laughs> at a, like a four degree bevel just you know just working through them but yeah yeah oh nice nice wow. no no mishaps you haven't thrown a clutch on a on the saw stop since you got it no uh thank goodness because i know this like a yep. It's like a two hundred dollar mistake to make. Mm-hmm. Hey, cheaper than the the hospital bill. Hey, yes, I, I did one. I did one time on mine, but it was not the fault of me or the saw. It was the fault of our power company. Well, it's kind of my fault. Is we'd been having intermittent. All of a sudden, the power would go out or whatnot, and um, and I was in the shop, and I, I should have said. Let me step away from the shop, wait till the power gets restored. Um, but the power like uh, died right as I was turning the saw on. So the blade hadn't quite got to full spin up and uh, that brake engaged and dropped it. And because uh, it had that power fluctuation, luckily it did minimal damage to the blade. Um mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't have to replace the blade, didn't have to get one of the carbide tips replaced, but, um, and then, you know, of course I had the $75 brake cartridge that I needed to buy a new one of those. But what was interesting is I talked to SawStop about it and they go, oh, it's a power fluctuation. So the power was, you know, having like brownouts or whatnot. And, uh, so, uh, they wanted me to send in the little cartridge and they sent me a new one free of charge. Oh, that's cool. Of course, that came in, you know, two weeks later. So I'd already bought a new one by that yeah. time. But I got one. That's I got a spare now. Yeah, I mean that's you know that's that's how my dad actually acts, and that's that's not a terrible way of going about things with yeah. with with a fair lead time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if you know it's a possibility that it's going to need to be replaced, when it's not necessary, get a replacement and just yep. keep it on a shelf. Yep. And that way you can kind of buffer that time. Yeah, but I no, did that with my uh, my Dewalt planer. I uh, when I put in the bird uh, the Shelix uh, helical head. Oh, cool! Um, mm-hmm. I goofed and uh, I forgot to put uh, something back, and it ate up one of the belts. Mm-hmm. And so when I reordered a belt, uh, I'm like, you know what? They're two dollars. Let me, let me order another one because yeah, you know, in case I screw up again down the road. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now you just have to remember where you put that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The best is when you when you find it after you order the third replacement. Exactly. Exactly. I know I have one around here somewhere. Oh, that happened to me. Oh, what was it? Oh, it was. Um, I ordered one of those. Um, I have the Veritas. 
uh, dowling um, thing. What is it? Dow plate have the Veritas yes. one. Mm-hmm. And years ago, it didn't have quite the s- size I needed, so I went ahead and ordered the Lee Nielsen one. And it finally came time when I needed the special size that the Lee Nielsen one had that the Veritas little kit didn't have. And I was like, I know I ordered a Lee Nielsen, but I couldn't find it anywhere. So I actually had to get into my computer, go into uh, my emails and search for Lee Nielsen. and went, yes, I did buy one. And then it's back <laughs> down to the shop and I finally found it, but it was buried. It <laughs> mm. uh, happened to me with the... Yeah. I was installing hinges, yeah, and uh, I'm I'm drilling the pilot holes, and I'm thinking, man, I really wish I had some self-centering bits. Then a week later, I realized I did have self-centering bits. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they were just in the drawer. Yeah, yeah, that's the way that was, and I was just like, golly, yeah. But I thought, you know, that's how that's what an idiot I am. I got to check my emails for, you know, my uh, sales, my um, uh, buy notifications from Lee Nielsen to make sure I actually ordered one. <laughs> but moving on, so uh, so who has influenced you you the most in your woodworking? Um, I could break it down to. I hate to say two people, um, but instructionally wise, mm-hmm. uh, if that's a word, um, probably it's got to be Mark Spagnuolo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's his videos I first I first discovered, right? And uh, you know, I, I soaked them all in, and you know, to this day, you know, I I, I watch all his stuff. Um, you know, he's just he's a great guy in person too. He's just he's just such a, a credit to the community. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, every uh, guild project of, of his that I've done, the, the instruction has been fantastic. And any questions he gets right back to you. And uh, so as far as uh, instructors go, it's him. As far as uh, like inspiration for design, uh, that would probably go with uh, Mike Pekovich. Mm-hmm. and. Probably to a fault, because if you go into my home, you, you probably could recognize seven or eight pieces of his, you know, <laughs> in my house. So I've, I've made a, a decision. <laughs> no more, at least for the for the for the for the time being uh, and explore some new avenues. It's just, you know, no matter what, whether it's music or whatever, you yeah. you find someone where you really connect with their taste. Right. And for me, it's it's his stuff. And, you know, I like I bought his book and I'm like, great. Now there's like seven things in here that I want to make. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I have to actually make a, an effort. Let, let, let's let's go somewhere else. Let's let's broaden our horizons. But uh, I mean, the guy just he, he just makes such beautiful things. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does. Um, yeah. And I know Mark is looking for some. Uh, I know he's having a bunch of guest instructors. So maybe Mark will have mike in the guild mm, there you go. i'm just throwing that out there i don't know mm-hmm. mark may already be talking to him who knows who knows <laughs> i'm i'm currently i'm looking forward to see what him and matt do yeah Carm- well, they did some trampolining i saw i saw them doing <laughs> some trampolining and uh you know and then i saw uh, then i saw matt jump up in the air off Mark's off bench. bench. Yep. Yeah. I, I noticed that there wasn't a landing photo, so I just yeah. assume he landed in a heap. And well, probably. <laughs> He's in the hospital. Yeah, I had to go to the um, ER. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> no, it, it, it appears that they're doing a nice little power tool versus hand tool showdown with uh, some sort of outdoor bench. So, uh, I mean, do- dovetails included. So it should be interesting to see what they kick out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, those are both some great guys there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For right. sure. But yeah, I'm with you with Mark. Uh, yeah, he's he's one of the first ones I latched onto. When I started getting into woodworking was just, I think, about a year later, Mark started his video series up. So I kind of really dovetailed right into that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah, it's it's been a great run with, with Mark. And man, he's he just continually steps up his game. Um, so he's been at it for a long time. Yep. He has. He I has. St- I started with his earliest videos, and yep. I was watching them in order. Then one of his new videos popped up into my feed. I'm like, "Who's this old guy?" Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, depending exactly. on when you when you catch into that. That's um. Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, he he was a a young thirty something when he started that thing. Yeah. So that's a testament. He's doing. Great. I think it was. In twenties, maybe. I, mean, I, I think late twenties, right around late twenties. Yeah, maybe he was thirties, right in there. But he yeah. looked young. Oh, yeah. he definitely looked yeah. young. Yeah, I think he's he's like ten or twelve years young, younger than me. So yeah, that, I think he's right. He was probably right in his yeah, yeah, I forget. yeah, early thirties, late twenties, somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah, he's he's around my age. I just don't remember exactly where. My kids are older, though. I'm older by default. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Kevin, what was your biggest stumbling block? I'd say um, probably gaining confidence to go to more difficult projects. I think for the first few years, I, I you know, it's like how many times can you watch a a video on how to cut dovetails you you just have to do it mm-hmm. uh you know i think mark adams uh says it very well you know everything is i went to a, a class of his and he was showing this insane uh four post bed that he had made and he just he's showing you how as a whole it looks you know impossible but if you break it down, it's just a series of steps. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's how I went into like with the uh, with the uh, Maloof style rocker. You know, it's just it looks really difficult, but you know what? Let's let's try it. Then you you watch you you undertake it and you realize it really is. It's just a series of steps. And, uh, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You might have to remake a piece or, or, or something like that, but it's, it's gaining confidence to, you know, step out of the comfort zone, um, try more difficult, uh, projects. And for a while it took me, it took me, it took me a while to, to get past that. But, uh, now I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really confident in my abilities and, uh, I don't really hesitate to, to try a, a more complex project and they really are, they're that much more uh, rewarding because doing the same basic stuff, you know, I don't care who you are. It's going to get boring and stale right. after a while. And, you know, like with building a chair with such a new uh, experience, it, it uh, really uh, relit a fire for me. Right. 
Well, this federal side table is going to be interesting because. Yeah, that's another, another. I'm sure it's just a series of steps, but man, those are some interesting steps. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's like everything else. But golly, I just think all the federal side tables I've seen, you know, to be honest with you, it's not my style, but I'm just blown away by the artistry and the uh, techniques involved. It's it's very cool. Yeah, it's it's I it's one of those things where I I don't dislike the style. Like like when I see like yeah. a Bombay chest, I can't stand it. Uh-huh. I could appreciate the incredible amount of skill that goes into making one, but I would never, you know, want something like that in my house. Uh federal ch- federal uh, side table I I kind of like mm-hmm. but uh Again, it's just uh, I want to learn the techniques that go into it just to just to scale that mountain. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It would be. It, it's going to be interesting. I look forward to following that <laughs> because yeah, it wouldn't match nothing in my house. Absolutely, oh, it's going to match absolutely. My my house yeah. is a is a Mitch match of. Oh, so know, is mine. Yeah. Yeah, but but then I see. That is my house's style. It's a mm-hmm. it's yeah. a collection of my works. Yeah, the, the only thing I have for me is I do have a living room, and except for two chairs in it, it is pretty much all green and green. Okay. Uh, I, I, I went down that bandwagon for a number of years. It's green and green, everything. <laughs> and we have, we have a guest room that's nearly 100% Ikea. Yes, yes. I, 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 well, you, you've, you've heard some of our shows. Um, yeah, I, I do have a Billy bookcase in one of my rooms. <laughs> I have one directly behind me as you speak. <laughs> as long as you don't move them, they won't yes. fall apart. Exactly, exactly. So, but uh, anyway, so with all that, um, so how has, uh, I don't know, we probably just answered all this, but anyway, so, but I'll ask the question anyway, how has the internet influenced your work? It, it's, yeah, it's been everything. Yeah. Um, from, you know, just discovering people on Instagram from, you know, lear- learning how to do techniques on, on YouTube or, uh, you know, through uh, sites like uh, uh the Wood Whisperer Guild or, or Fine Woodworking or Popwood. There's just so much information out there and just so lucky to have such easy access to it. Yeah, you know, I'm wondering what did these, what did like the masters do before, you know, uh, the magazines became popular, you know, when you actually had to go to a library and, and research to, to learn how to do the most mundane thing. And all we have to do is, you know, hop online and, and, have, we can get 10 different people uh, explaining it to us. Um, yeah, with 10 different techniques, too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the, you know, I, I've, I've learned I've learned to filter my sources of information better. Yeah. And that just because someone may be uh, popular doesn't mean that they might not have the best way to do something. Um, so I've, I've become more more choosy in, in that regard, but mm-hmm. so there's just so much great information out there. It, it's, it's been so hot. Also, with, um, being able to, um, you know, chat and communicate with, with other, you know, 
people from you know around the country uh it's it's just it's been fantastic you know you have a question you put it on a on a forum and you know i don't know if every hobbies community is like this but you know woodworking community everybody just seems so nice it's kind of weird (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i think for the most part we all are um (laughs) You know, it's, you know, it's a hobby. And like you said, we're, we're all about sharing the ideas and the techniques. So, and that's what I found is so extraordinary is, you know, um, you may have an idea or a technique about one thing. Someone else will chime in and say, Hey, yeah, I heard about doing it this way, or I do it this way and stuff like that. So it really does take on a, um, collaborative effort to solve, solve a common problem when you, when you do post, uh, questions or issues. So yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, with that, uh, let's move on. And uh, so where can folks find you on the interwebs, Kevin? Uh, they can find me on Instagram, uh, Kevin0611. Okay. And Sean? Keeping with the number theme, I'm at SeanW78. Kyle? And since Kevin didn't say it, I'll say it. You can find me at Barton.Kyle on Instagram, the only social media platform that matters. And with that, that just about wraps it up for this show. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on the podcatcher of your choice. Just search for the Modern Woodworkers Association. Then you'll never miss any of our exciting episodes. And while you're there, please leave us a review. And thanks for listening to another episode of the Modern Woodworkers Association podcast. If you like the show, be sure to visit us at modernwoodworkersassociation.com, where every once in a decade we put out our show notes. You can follow the MWA on Twitter at MWA underscore national and on Instagram at MWA underscore podcast or like us on Facebook. The best thing you can do is tell a friend. Word of mouth goes a long way in sharing our discussion.